This Week in Golf podcast, Masters Review Show, and boy, what a Masters it was. John Rahm has taken the title, had a bit of a show down there for a minute or two with Brooks Kepcha, but uh, we'll get to that in a minute. But, you know, there's one thing about the Masters that I've noticed over the years, and it's kind of what I'll say is the right guy always wins, and what I mean by that is like, the guy who's put in the time at Augusta, so to speak, who's kind of been there and through the fire before. Rom's had some good years where he's contended, and I was talking about this last week as well, about as far as picking a winner, you always want someone who's contended. And last year, you know, going into the Masters, Scheffler was the hottest player in the world. He was winning tournaments left and right. And that's kind of been this year as well. Him and Rom have been back and forth. One week he wins, the next week Rom wins. So literally the two best players have been going at it. And now Rom has won. Scheffler won last year. Rom has won this year. So kind of the two best, hottest guys the last 18 months or so on the PGA Tour have now won. And Rom's going to make a great champion. You know, very humble guy. Great ambassador of the game. He uh, is a golf nerd, as he calls himself. He loves studying and watching old rounds and things like that. And he was really grateful and humble in his acceptance. You know, goes and thanks the, uh, the staff of Augusta first and all the past champions, particularly the, the past champions from Spain, like Sergio and Ulathabo and, and Seve. So just a great overall performance overall. Today, I did make a video. You can check it out on the Golf BPM channel. It's all of Rom's swings. I timed it to the music. It's actually the putting and chipping music, which is at 138 beats per minute, and that is at a 2 to 1 tempo ratio. I don't know why. Maybe it's the fact that Rom doesn't bring the club back very far, but all his swings are on a 2 to 1 ratio when we timed it to the music. It's just the way it worked out. So... It didn't matter if it was his drives or his chips. They all were on that same that same tempo. So check out that video. He won about three and a half million on this one. So now his total is up to about 14 million on the year. It's a pretty good year. And uh, especially for being on the PGA Tour versus Live, where they're paying four million a pop. So that kind of that gets to the final day, which was Kepcha. Kepcha, Brooks Kepcha was in there versus Rom. And the way the tournament kind of shook out was that, man, to the casual fan, I was with some people over the weekend who who watch golf a little bit, and they were like, there's no way Kepcha can lose this thing. But the entire time I was looking at it, I'm like, well, Rom's only two back. And, you know, going into Saturday, the way Saturday kind of worked out with the weather delay and then cancellation on Saturday where they had to finish on Sunday. It didn't look too good for Rom because he was playing through the rain and Kepcha was sitting there in the clubhouse. But if you looked at it closer, Kepcha shot 73. So he was one over on Saturday, right? So great score Friday or Thursday, great score Friday, and then over par on Saturday. And then Rom just is kind of hanging around there. 
doing the same thing. But that whole final Sunday had a feel of it too. Many, many years ago when, um, when Greg Norman played against Nick Faldo. And, you know, everybody, a lot of people know that story because, because they would say that um, Norman choked and gave it away. Norman just couldn't putt that day. He actually made some really nice shots. But if you watch Faldo, when you, and Faldo, when he talks about it, he would always talk about, you know, I just thought if I could get it close, get it within a few strokes, that I could put some pressure on him and see how, you know, see what happens when the pressure's applied. And, you know, Faldo ends up beating Norman, I think by one or two in that. But it was that pressure. And so that's kind of what it felt like this week with, you know, Kepcha being ahead, going into the final round by two strokes, and then Rom just applying pressure and applying pressure. And unfortunately for Kepcha, the pressure got to him a little on the front nine starts the tournament with a two-stroke lead and by the eighth hole he's two strokes behind and Rom never looks back so there's your final right goes down down in history another Spaniard gets it and it's interesting nothing against Brooks or or Rom or either way but you know on one side you got Rom that just loves golf total golf nerd and on the other side, Kepcha wouldn't say hates golf, but he he doesn't watch golf. He's not a fan of golf. He likes playing golf, but not watching it. So, um, anyways, what a great finish! Congratulations to John Rom. And let's go down the list of some other past champions that showed up at Augusta. And it's just amazing how people who have played well at Augusta once continue to play well over the years. The first, obviously, being Tiger. Tiger has now made the cut 23 years in a row, so that ties the record. I don't know who he's tied with, but he's tied the record now. Unfortunately for Tiger, he barely made the cut, by the way, and he had to withdraw the next day, so his foot obviously gave him too much of an issue to finish, which is when I went to Riviera to see him, that's why I went on Thursday. It wasn't that I didn't think he would make the cut. I just figured if he did make the cut, he may not be able to physically go over the weekend. So unfortunately for him, we'll just have to see how that plays out over time. And uh, the next past champion was Phil Mickelson. And at age 52, Phil comes in. He played pretty good Thursday, Friday, Saturday. But on Sunday, he shoots 64. And he ends up... What is that? Eight under par? So he's even at the start of the day. He ends up eight under par, and he gets second place in the tournament. So kudos to Phil. He he, uh, he was on fire. He started making everything down the stretch, and he actually put, when Rom, when John Rom got to the 10th hole, Phil was finishing on 18 with an eight under par. So he posted an eight under par. And at the time, Rom was 10 under par. So, you know, something to think about. Uh, man in the clubhouse at eight. Kepcha was eight under par, and then Rom was was ten. So, the next past champion that did well or accomplished something, we should say, is Fred Couples. Fred Couples set a goal to make the cut, and he did make the cut. He is the oldest player to have ever made the cut. Now at sixty three years old, he had a quote to say like, "Hey, I can't hit it as far as the guys or play as good as the young guys, but I set a goal to make the cut." 
So goal accomplished. Kudos to him. The next past champion that played really well was, well, he didn't play so well, but uh, Jordan Spieth. He didn't play well until the final day, much like Phil. He shot 65, and he tied for fourth. He would have been he would have shot uh, eight under par that day, but he ended up bogeying the 18th hole. So he was a little disappointed in that. He actually had some some quotes that said something to the effect of, "He was not playing well. It was just kind of knowledge of the course and how to play the course, which allowed him to." get in the position he was in. Finally, the last past champion that did well again was Patrick Reed. I don't know why people hate Patrick Reed. I actually like Patrick Reed because you hate Patrick Reed. <laughs> it's true. I I do like a good bad guy. You know, Triple H in wrestling, Darth Vader, Patrick Reed. I don't know why everybody hates him so much. It's probably a, a problem they have with themselves. But anyways... He had a chance. He did play good all four days. He didn't play the greatest. I mean, he was like one under par, two under par. I think he started the day maybe three or three under par, and he ends up seven under par and a tie for fourth. So he just had a few bogeys on the back nine and didn't didn't make the putts he probably wanted to make to put him in contention. But a good round nonetheless. Those are the past champions. On the amateur side, this fellow Sam Bennett, who is in college, did really well. He did, not only did he make the cut, but he was in contention in Saturday, and I believe he was in the final group on Saturday. Unfortunately, he uh, went back a little bit and ended up two or three under par. So he, was, he wasn't even in the top 12, so he won't auto-qualify next year. But he did well, and he was in the top 20. So that's a nice thing. The other thing I wanted to bring up regarding the Masters is their mobile app. I don't know the people that hear me. They know my background. Um, Obviously, I play a lot of golf, but my background is actually a computer programmer and an app developer, so much so that at one point I I had named myself the App Man. (laughs) I still have a license plate that says the App Man, and I still develop apps. Obviously, the Golf BPM app was completely developed by me. So I know a thing or two about apps. I also used to work at IBM who does the Masters app. And it's hands down the best app that's out there. Not only can you watch all the videos, the featured groups, the featured holes, the live broadcast, but it has a feature that's so cool. You go in and you search by player. You can still do this even after the tournament. Search by player, look at Brooks Kepcha, look at John Rahm, and it has their score. And then you can, it'll start playing the the video of them on the first hole. But you can tap on any hole and then it'll show you every shot that they hit. Not just on, or you can just watch the entire thing through, which is pretty darn cool in my book. Because say you didn't see the broadcast of, of Phil playing well, well, you can go through and watch Phil play his entire round or his back nine where he had six birdies, right? So it's pretty cool. I wish they would do the same thing with the PGA Tours app. That would be nice. Give me a call. Happy to help you develop it. And then the other thing I would say that would be really cool is if both the PGA and the Masters and all these tournaments could do is what the NFL does, which is a condensed replay. A condensed replay would be ideal because, you know, you can watch an NFL football game in 45 minutes. So 
you're not watching them come in and out of the huddle. They're just at the line of scrimmage running a play. And then the next play. So that would be nice if the PGA, if I could do a condensed replay and watch the entire, you know, final round in an hour. I don't need to see every player. I just need to see like the Masters broadcast where they only show the leaders. And I don't know if a lot of people know this, but the final two days of the Masters, they'll only show the people that are in contention. So you might make a good shot and they'll show that good shot. But unless you're in contention and down the stretch, they won't show you. So that would be nice if they did a condensed replay for everything. Let's move on to this week. You know, I was thinking this week would be an off week for me. I knew it was the RBC Heritage Classic. And I thought it would be just, you know, the the open field. But it turns out it's an elevated event. So no no rest for me. I'll get to cover that this week as well. There's only two notables. Um, it, pretty much everybody's playing. I don't... Rom is on the list. I guess he's going to play. I don't know. As of now, he's playing. But Rory McIlroy is out. He missed the cut at the Masters, and now he's out at the RBC. So maybe he just wants to spend some time with his family and get back um, over the pound. But hopefully he's not hurt, and I don't want to speculate on that, but he's out. And then the other guy that is out and out for the season, unfortunately, is Will Zalatoris. Will had to pull out of the Masters, and he's having back surgery now. So he is done for the season, unfortunately. Good young player, and that's going to be quite the setback for him. But, you know, he had had the back issue and taken some time off before, and so he he had actually changed his swing or his posture, I guess, to, to help take weight off his back. But apparently the issue is so bad he's going to have to have surgery. So we'll see what happens. Full field, elevated event, a lot of money on the line this week. And that's this week in golf. Talk to you next week. Hey, it's Jeremy Callahan, and thanks for listening to This Week in Golf. Make sure and hit subscribe so you can get all the latest news and analysis from Golf VPN.